just a little bit about MJF's promo on Dynamite today. Because I've listened to podcasts about it and people are saying, oh, you know, next week he'll, he'll do something to be suckered punk in and he'll do something. Well, that may be the case and that would be a shame because there are several things at play here. The first thing is that this is an extraordinary promo and nobody seems to be mentioning that. The second thing is that it brings in what are thought to be personal historical life issues. And the third thing outside of the promo is what that does to this feud. So the first thing, I think that recently MJF, Maxwell James from Jacob Freeman, who has been bigged up by so many people for so long, I've said that he's sort of lost in the shuffle, really. Certainly since the pinnacle. I know he's got great mic skills. His skills in the ring are not the skills of, look at all those high spots, they're skills of, look at all that sports entertainment. And I thought he'd kind of reached his peak and had been brought low by the pinnacle, ironically. And so that was it, really. And then he came out and did this. And last week, just for those who didn't see it, Punk produced a picture of MJF with him as a younger boy at a signing and said it was just another night for me or something of that nature. Well, at that point, last week, MJF left without saying a word. And this week he came back and announced or discussed. He didn't announce anything. He discussed that situation and said that, yes, when he was a child, there were some issues around him being Jewish. He talked about how he was, he also had ADD and didn't, that was, it was difficult at school to fit in. And he tried to do that um, in sports and he was in the football team, which was a great, a great situation for him. And then he encountered some boys who threw rolls of quarters at him and racially abused him verbally. And that sounded very real to me. And he always turned to wrestling and CM Punk was one of the people he turned to in that wrestling world. And then when CM Punk left the WWE, a lot of people felt cheated and he raised that issue as well. So that feeds into what other people have said as well. But the promo felt real. It was delivered in a real way. It wasn't delivered in a snarky heel way. It was delivered in a very open, real, in a way, face way. But heel and face are not what we're dealing with here. And when you talk about your history, created or not, that might have happened to him. It might not have done. And we know he's in the camera and he's looking at the camera and he's in the ring in front of thousands of people and watched by millions more or just over a million perhaps on TV 
and you learn to do this in wrestling school. You learn to cut a promo. So whether it was real or whether that was something that had been created, he delivered it in a very real way and it was beautifully done. Because this is the promo, remember. When you do that and you you look back to your life and your difficulties, that makes it something else. And the crack in his voice sounded real to me. And the tear in his eye after Punk came out and added to this by just saying off mic, is this real? That seemed real to me. And so it takes it somewhere else. That's the extraordinary nature. I can enjoy it as a promo. I can enjoy it in that way. I can also think, well, actually, this is a promo. I can enjoy this, as I said, a sports entertainment promo, but it has other, and it was wonderfully done, but it has other implications. And there are implications for this feud and sometimes I think that AEW because it's got people who love wrestling at the top and right at the top Tony Khan has got someone who really loves wrestling loves the carny stuff loves all that sometimes you get long tail storytelling which I love as you know not denigrating that but you get red herrings upon red herrings because it's good to swerve the public and if you carry on doing that then you get what happened in the WWF or E and you get what happened in WCW. This is a work, brother. Now, they're going to have a dog collar match. MJF and CM Punk, they're going to have a dog collar match. And you know, this is... It's going to be a brutal match. And CM Punk said last week about blood on the mat and all of that. And next week we've got a go-home show, so it might well be MJF, as I said earlier, suckers him in, and what other people have said, suckers him in, and then says, you showed some vulnerability. Now, a lot of people will say, ha-ha, that's marvellous, I really buy into all that. People who bought into the promo because it was so well done, and because it was so personal, like me, might think, I feel cheated by that, and I feel swerved by that. And when you are using that, and when you are using such high stakes information to swerve somebody, that's not appropriate. I don't think it is. And that has also implications for what people think now, because is MJF a face? Now Shivani, who has been very clear that he doesn't like him, had to say afterwards, you know, relating to his own kids and all of that and relating to the ADD and all of that. So he had to change his opinion very quickly. And so did a lot of others. Well, hang on a minute. Who's the face and who's the heel now? This is another swerve. And sometimes it's just too much. So there are three things. The first thing is beautifully delivered promo. MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Wonderful work. What a talent. The second thing is using the personal stuff, whether it was real or not. I'm not sure how that will work. It worked on me at the time, but should it be done? And the third thing, 
what happens to the feud? How will that work? If I find that that has been used purely as a work to swerve people, to swerve the swerves swerve, then I won't be happy at all. In fact, I'll be very, very angry. Great promo, though. Great talent. That can't be denied. Ta-ta.